That sounds it's delightful. Eight or it's, it is. I'm going to push it the button now. Push the button. Texas Steampunk Connection coming to you live from various parts of Texas in our bunkers and airships and whatnot. I am Flavio as usual, and with me as always is Thax, the gentleman adventurer, and Jack from Steam Chest. And we have Master Blue Stocking. Say hello, Woo! guys. Hey. So once again, we are here to talk oh, probably about steampunk, most likely, because that's what this is about. Thank you for listening to the Texas Steampunk Connection. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You found the Texas Steampunk Connection on Tuesday night once again. Uh, I am your host, Dax. Jack is here. Blue Stocking, we're all here. And tonight we have a special guest, uh, Johnny Starship Steverson. Um, so we're very excited to have him here. Who is he? Well, he is the event promoter who is uh, pulling together the Galveston Steampunk Festival in April. And we're going to talk to him about it. Uh, but first, uh, where are we? It is the first of the well, is the first show of the year for us. So happy New Year, everyone! And happy it's New cold. Year! It's cold. <laughs> the uh, the weather is turning cold. It's about to be bitterly cold. Oh, in Monday is going to suck so bad. Yeah, yeah. And Tuesday, oh yeah, we're closed. Oh, Johnny's gonna be fine though. He's gonna be on the coast, right? Oh yeah. What's it gonna be like down there? It's supposed to be like twenty-seven. Whoa. Oh, so it's all the, oh, it's like yeah. the whole state again. The ocean will be warmer than the air then. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get, yeah. it's going to, there's pipes to cover and it's, it yes. I think it's really beautiful when it gets super cold out here like that because the water is warmer, like you just said, and it's the fog rises from the ocean and it just, it's gorgeous. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And cold. And cold. <laughs> it's so cold. My boss already told us um, Monday and Tuesday we're working from home and most likely considering that. It's MLK Day, so our some of our largest comp, uh, our largest uh, users are biz, are uh, cities, so they'll be shut down. Yeah, so like I said, the university shut down on Monday anyway. But yeah. I already told my boss, my supervisor, I'm working from home on Tuesday. Yes, so Just, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. If, I don't think I'll be deployed. Well, hopefully, good. nothing. Hopefully, nothing gets broken that needs me to be there during all this. Yeah. Godspeed. I heard, <laughs> I heard we're getting down into the teens. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're getting down to nine degrees, I think, on Sunday night. Uh, yeah, we're going to have dangerous. the blackout curtains closed and towels over the doors. <laughs> yeah. Download a whole bunch of stuff just in case. All of my friends, uh, all my gaming friends are like, all right, Jack, um, if we don't see you, we'll, we'll just assume your power is out. Godspeed. Yeah. Well, we've got a Jenny this time. We got one after the last one. Uh, so, yeah. I didn't get I need to put it out and out. charge it, but yeah. Solar charged. So. All right, everyone goes to Blue Stocking's house. The power goes out. <laughs> it's like this big. <laughs> it's gonna. It gets enough to run a space heater. <laughs> well, it's all the heat of all the people as we load in. Pile we'll get... into my bed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all yeah. puppy pile in the bed and watch. Yeah, I like bring four dogs and kid, cat. You know. No, sorry, Brax will not allow any other animals in this house. They'll have to stay outside. <laughs> Brax, so shout out to yeah. our commenters. Uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Drew Hayen. Uh, Rita and Lawrence Allen, of course. It's not a show without you. And oh. Kitty's out here. Uh, thank you. And Kelly E. Haven't seen you before. She says, <laughs> make sure you have extra water on hand so you can make coffee. Indeed. Uh, just also fill up your bathtubs so you have water to flush. That's my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kelly E. Hi, mom. <laughs> She's my biggest fan. Oh, good. good. As they should be. <laughs> or at least be uh, be ready with uh, one of those foam 
bowls for your for your outlets for your oh, yes. your 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 water faucets on oh, the outside. Yeah, yeah, ours drip, are already wrapped up. Drip your pipes, all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. Super excited. <laughs> so. Bad segue. What is everyone going to be drinking when it's that cold? <laughs> Hot Dr. Pepper. Oh, oh sorry. I almost... It's so Texan. <laughs> oh. Captain and Coke. Captain and Coke. Good, good. All right, Johnny started us off. Yes. Captain and Coke. Well, I didn't get my usual wine because it wasn't there, but I got Stella Rosa Black. Ooh. So it's like Lambrusco, but... I don't know. Lambrusco. <laughs> Lambrusco. It's Lambrusco nice. after dark. Yeah. <laughs> Rita says she's got Morton's mint tea. That sounds nice. It does. Jack, what do you have? Well, you know, last time it didn't work because I didn't have bro I didn't have butane. Oh and no. It's been fixed. <laughs> so we will now have For those who weren't on the show guys. last. Oh yes, this the smoke. Yep. And then Jack just goes up and that background filters freak now we can only see like half of your face <laughs> yeah it's kind of having a problem isn't it you're like apparating and disapparating it <laughs> it's really smoky in there <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh i do see the smoke coming off of it and you actually get the smoke on the bottom of the cup yeah that's having a really bad time with that it's like it's not a yeah. face your filter does not like that also crit kitty i'm sorry you're drinking pedialyte they cannot be for a good reason uh-oh yeah Kitty, are you ill Everybody up here has been sick again. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I can't turn it off. Yeah, okay, yeah. The, the background's stuck. That's okay. what it is. How long However, do you have to smoke it? Oh, it's sitting. It, the smoke is actually sitting on the in the glass. Okay, I so wish. as soon as you... So it's just s slowly infusing into the yeah, fluid. It, it, basically, it's heavy, so it's actually sitting on the bottom of the glass. Ah, stupid. <laughs> there. there right here, you can actually kind of see there's a mist. Welcome to Jack's Weird Filter Hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so even if I take it off, you can kind of see it waft around in the cup a little yep. bit. Yeah, okay, it's gone. The, dark, the darkness consumes him. <laughs> Apparently. It's really dark smoke. Yes. Also, Kitty, I'm sorry. I feel you there. That sucks. Chronic illness is the best. All right, facts. Uh, okay. Well, what let me say, Lawrence has got uh, what? Havistown Ola Bub. <laughs> I don't, I'm probably mangling that. Stout name, but it sounds Ola good. Do Ola Duve. It's Irish. <laughs> Ola Duve. Gotcha. In Gaelic, in, in Gaelic and Irish, the BH sound is a V. It's always a V sound. It's Duve. I'll drink to that. <laughs> okay. That, that sounds uh, yeah. exotic. Ola Duve. There you go. Yeah. Scottish. Yeah. Lawrence has got exotic beers. <laughs> and I, I've got, haven't tried this, this is one of these uh, new things. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Great Divide Pumpkin Spice Yeti. <gasps> I saw that one. Imperial oh, Stout with coffee and spices. I don't know about that. All right. Crack it open, man. <laughs> and the most important part, discounted. <laughs> it was on sale. <laughs> Usually 12 bucks. I got it for four. That's his <laughs> weird discount beer emporium. <laughs> Let's see what I got. My favorite mug. Looks that's thick. dark, but not. Oh, oh, it's got a rich looking head on it. It's got a film. Okay. Because <laughs> it's on discount. Okay. <laughs> Very smoky. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't understand why they call some pumpkin beers. It doesn't taste like pumpkin, which is good, I think. It's just but, the spice. 
It's but even then, you'd have a spice in, in there, you'd think. It's, it's got, got a little pump, pumpkin pie spice. Yeah, yeah, it's got the, yeah. the the winter spice combination. It's just yeah. as easily apple pie spice, right? It's yeah, it's clove and nutmeg and cinnamon. Holiday allspice, because that's pretty much mulling spices. Basically, I have a mulled yeah. beer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very good. It, good. It's very good. Excellent four bucks. I'm just waiting <laughs> for the one he drinks that turns his face inside out. It's the one he starts drinking and he goes... <laughs> A little bit. It's, yeah, it just uh, it's gonna happen eventually. The odds are it's gonna happen eventually. A little bit of foam up the nose. <laughs> All right. I love tuning in just to see what crazy stuff y'all are drinking. <laughs> it's usually facts or Jack. I'm boring. Give me oh, red wine and I'm slap happy. <laughs> to give everybody a little bit That's of idea not boring. next week. <laughs> My friend meant to give me beer from like three years ago. Well, he oh, gave it no. to me. So. Oh, I had one. It's okay still, but I can't remember if that was October <laughs> or what. I couldn't tell the flavor. So next next week or next time we could try the bulls. I be careful with that. It's gonna be like swimming in the water at the Deaf Park, <laughs> The Simpsons. <laughs> You're gonna be seeing all sorts of colors. mystery beer. Yep. <laughs> oh, one more yeah. thing before I forget. I Happy purple. birthday, Jack! Oh yeah. Jack when? had a birthday this week. It was the Happy sixth. Birthday. Well, thank yeah. you. Happy belated birthday. Thank Have you. you finally reached the rest of us? Are you in your 40s yet? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Damn <there>. kids. <laughs> one year closer, though. Oh, no. That's how that All works. Right, I walked into the. I walked into one of our uh, barbecue restaurants and was talking to the guy at the front about black powder and some other news. Like, you look like you're in your mid-40s. You probably know about this thing. And I'm like, not, not, not quite. I mean, <laughs> this is kind of giving away that I'm getting close, but not quite, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Johnny, what, what, uh, this is a, that was a steampunk festival, second year in a row. Uh, last year was, was amazing. So awesome. We all went and, and, uh, checked it out, and there was more stuff to, uh, get into than there was time to, to do it. It was great. It was a lot. <laughs> and I'm uh, hoping that that we have that uh, problem again. Yes. And I actually am going to be going. We've had awesome. a discussion about, yeah, England is, I can't, plan an international trip and try to write a dissertation so yeah i'm gonna be doing the zoom option so i will be yes we will be at the galaxy Woo-hoo. festival Very awesome. excited. sign us yep. all up we'll get to okay. it shortly then yep yeah i gotta get my tickets now so so yep. what what can you tell us about it what are, what's the big plan yeah so you know i wanted to kick everything up a notch um so yeah it's gonna be everything will be on fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that meme you know like that little dog this is everything fine. Fine. Everything's fine everything's fine he's a great he probably is a great event coordinator that that little dog <laughs> um so i i'm bringing back some of the same people i'm adding i'm adding more entertainment we're adding more experiences we're also making the sunday at the lee kipner thing more of a a festival experience too so um I'm so blessed that everything worked out so great. You know, we only had a couple of hiccups, really one, that being the the AC of the train going out for the tea stuff. So, um, you know, we're doing that on a completely different train with its own built-in AC system that's stationary. And um, the train that we'll be doing it on is is um, half of the capacity that we did before. So there won't be as many people. And the cool thing about this train is it's actual real chairs individual real chairs so people that have larger costumes will be able to be much more comfortable and the the aisle is much wider too so this train is more spacious more comfortable the seats are more comfortable you know there'll be less of uh there'll be half of the amount of people it's only 40 um so 
the tea on the train experience is going to be um, much different. It's going to be much more enjoyable. And we've partnered with a company um, that I look forward to shooting a video with soon. Uh, it's a it's a bed and breakfast here that specializes in Victorian tea time, the Virginia Point Inn. And um, I'm excited to make some announcements with Virginia about uh, the stuff that's going to be served during the tea on the train. It's going to be a completely different experience. There will not be teapots on the table. You'll be being served the tea. Um, so it's it's going to be a proper proper tea time. So I'm excited about enhancing that experience, adding new entertainment, new bands. Um, we're going to be bringing in a cigar lounge, which is going to be really cool, which will be <laughs> behind that mural. Um, so we'll have a cool smoking area. And um, yeah, we'll be doing all kinds of cool things this year. Very yeah. excited. So the tea on the train tickets are still available, right? Yes, we have not sold out of those yet. So, okay. um, you know, now that it's the new year and we're getting closer to the festival, just like last time, they're going to just disappear. Yeah, that's why I'm going to have to go and <laughs> get my tickets taken care of. I, I'm, I'm working on adding, you know, I'm, I'm anticipating the same thing happening again. So we'll probably add some more tea experiences. So, um, yeah. Yay. Very excited. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And last it was so confusing. Now that it's a new year, I can finally say last year at the Steampunk <laughs> Festival. Yeah. It is, uh, well, last year at the Steampunk Festival, we had H.G. Wells' Time Machine. And I kind of wanted to stick with that same time traveling thing. So yesterday we announced that we were going to be bringing the, um, the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Oh, Tonight. no. Okay. <laughs> we're going to have that as a cool. We're going to have a professional photographer available for people to do professional photos in front of the trains and the DeLorean uh, time machine. So we'll be adding these different photo op experiences as well, which is really cool. And one thing that nobody really knows about yet is that we're working with one of the actors from Back to the Future to bring him so that we can even have a cooler experience um, you know, for a photo op opportunity of taking a picture with the actor from Back to the Future 2 and 3 and next to the time, you know, next to the DeLorean. So uh, cool. just kind of providing some more unique opportunities to pull in people that maybe, you know, haven't been exposed to steampunk, but they love that Comic-Con style thing of meeting an actor that they've seen on TV and yeah. idolize and that kind of stuff. So hopefully that'll pull people in that won't be in costume. They'll see the whole steampunk community and how loving it is and then they'll start doing what we did and start building our costumes and join us as well i love this community it's been so great especially meeting you guys you know y'all having me on here multiple times helping me promote the festival coming yourself and buying tickets to support the show and then introducing me to people like lawrence who him and his wife are huge supporters in this community and you know i think there'll be some announcements that y'all are involved in with him coming soon i think he'll be reaching out to you guys here shortly Really? Lawrence, what are you hiding from us? <laughs> Lawrence is up to no good. <laughs> but the Steampunk community is really unique, and uh, I adore you guys. It's a great community. Well, it was a it was a really good event. We I know we all had a really good time. You know, I took relative Steampunk newbie, and they had a fantastic time. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to – I like seeing it at the beginning, and, you know, we get to see over the years where it goes. I'm really excited to, to see what it turns into. So. It will be adding, um, as far as entertainment, we'll be bringing back Frenchie and the Punk. I love those. Those guys were awesome. great. Um, the Anachronicles are going to come back. And then we'll be adding a, excuse me, we'll be having a belly dancing troupe um, do some performances this year, which is going to be something new from last year. 
And uh, do you already have a troop or are you looking for one? We have one. Cool, cool. It's probably the same people. It's funny. You know how I go. <laughs> Small community. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I know y'all weren't able to join us for the Sunday activities. Well, it was kind of a lot of people didn't know that the whole Sunday thing was happening, right? They thought if they didn't get a Model T car, you know, they couldn't participate in the Sunday activities. So that's one thing we wanted to kind of mention this year is that even if you don't do, you know, if you don't purchase one of the Model T cars for your five people to travel around to do the Model T Victorian tours, you can still do the Lee Kempner Mansion experience, which um, you'll be getting a tour of the mansion and they'll have yard games and badminton and, and different kind of lawn games and some cool Victorian lawn games that they had set up there last year that I really enjoyed. That was such a cool thing for them to do. So they're expanding on all their stuff and um, we'll have some magicians inside the mansion. Um, there'll be a poetry slam. Um, there'll be some literary Mad Libs. Um, there'll be some authors around there. They'll do a fan flirting contest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, some tea dueling we'll be adding the tea dueling but we'll be not doing that at the festival we'll be doing that sunday at the lee kimner man gotcha. so there's a whole another experience to have on sunday so the party oh, keeps oh. going on except yeah. in another location okay. and with them being a, a historical nonprofit that we're trying to support we're splitting the ticket sales with them as well to help support their nonprofit foundation of okay. restoring that mansion for it to exist for people to you know, yeah, we haven't talked about the Lieb Kepner Mansion, but I've been watching them online, and uh, basically they're taking a, a a Victorian mansion in Galveston and completely restoring it. Uh, and if you've ever watched one of those, you know, home restoration shows where they take a, a turn of the century house, it is it is a money pit. <laughs> there is a lot of work that goes into getting those those uh, old houses back up to workable, livable spaces. I remember so, the, this old house. Every time somebody talks about a restoration, it makes me think about that old TV show, this old house. And then um, home improvement with tool time. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. This old house. I grew up with my parents watching that on Sunday, on Sunday afternoons. Yeah. Love it. Yep. So I need to reach out to them and uh, maybe get them on the show. We could talk more yeah. about that, the house specifically, because there's a lot uh, involved, a lot that they've been doing. And uh, that I think it's fascinating uh, to really dig into a Victorian house or, or mansion as it is. Uh, on Sundays, I'm waiting for their YouTube videos to come out to see what madness she's getting into next. <laughs> you know, she's, someone kind of butchered the crucial beams in that house and she's she's not an engineer, but it seems like she is just the stuff and knowledge that she has. So it couldn't be a better person to, you know, that has to be in a better person's hands than hers because she has the knowledge and the will and has really made a lot of progress. I mean, it's been like five years she's been working on it now. Oh, and wow. it'll, be, it'll be another 15, you know, or more. They'll still be working on that house. It's, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We can definitely see about doing some cross promotion there and bringing them on too. Very sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure Janie and Joe would love to join y'all. Yeah. And they'll be able to talk more about the, the Sunday experience and the games and all that kind of stuff that they've, um, kicked it up a notch as well over on for the Sunday activity. So now how far is that from the Saturday location? So I didn't go, the, I didn't go last year. Railroad museum. The railroad museum is on 25th and Broadway. The Lee Kempner mansion. Well, the 
the railroad museum's off of Harborside, but uh, it's off of 25th. And, you know, it's pretty close to 25th and Broadway, the main through Galveston. And the Lee Kipner mansion is just on 17th and Broadway. So it's not too, it's not too far down. Just a okay. blocks on Broadway. Eight blocks. Okay. <clears throat> I like the fact that it's two separate locations, so it gets you out moving around the city a little bit. Yeah, and those who do the Model T tours, those will be different than they were last year. So you rent them, you grab a ticket for one of the Model T. One ticket covers five people. We also have one ticket that covers, there's five seaters and eight seaters of those cool Model T golf carts. And so getting a ticket for that, you drive around to destinations. You get a sheet with a little QR code. You scan the QR code. There's a video for you to watch um, from a local company called Galveston Unscripted that'll give you a history and Victorian history about the location that you're sitting in front of in the Model T. You can get out and explore and then go see the next places. So that'll be um, a different experience than we had last year as well. Okay. Yeah, because we didn't end up doing that last year. We had to head back up here, but... I only saw pictures of it after the fact. Yeah, I saw the pictures. (laughs) And that sold out really fast because there's only a certain amount of cars available. So very cool. Awesome. So if you can't get one, you'll hitch a ride. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Drew is actually going to be, you know, we'll be announcing Drew as a guest, you know, as one of our our guests for the Steampunk Festival, having the magician. (laughs) Drew is so cool. I love that. I love that guy. And so he'll actually be he'll actually be at the Lee Kipner Mansion on Sunday doing stuff as well. So um, there'll be some carryovers, but there's going to be a lot of new stuff on Sunday at the mansion. So that can be purchased as a separate ticket. I think it's thirty five bucks um, for the Lee Kipner Sunday Mansion, and it includes food and drinks. Oh, okay. So we'll have there's there's a great picnic opportunity if it's great weather. Well, it was a little warm last time. Let's be honest. A little bit, but if it's great weather like that again and not raining, there's great picnic opportunities at the mansion just to sit on the lawn and um, have a cute picnic. Yeah, it was a little unseasonably toasty little on April first. <laughs> I mean, that's Texas weather. You just yeah. don't know what you're get. That morning at the festival, the vendors were moving in. It started to rain, and I was like, "No, please, no." Um, I was, then I was soaked. You know, I was in my clothes, and I had to change into my my steampunk outfit. And um, by that time, I was just wet and dying already. So it was just like, "Why?" I wanted April so it could be cooler outside. And so we'll see. Uh, fingers crossed. We're gonna have some beautiful weather this time. You know. Well, I mean, but it was a gorgeous know, day. It was just. <laughs> At least I know the AC is not going to go out on the train. So yeah, that was as a middle-aged woman in a corset on a (laughs) very warm train. It was a bit of an experience, but you know, we got through it. Yeah. I'm so sorry about that. (laughs) You know what? what? First year. It made for a great story while I'm having hot flashes on the T train. (laughs) (laughs) Also it happens. It's your first year. You know, things are not always going to go absolutely respect and it's okay. I mean, the, the food was still good. The, uh, yeah, we're the, gonna have yeah. we're gonna have the same people come back and do the food and the alcohol. They did such a great job. So we'll have those two same food food vendors. Um, you know, the food truck, which is Riondo's, a local company here on the Strand. Yeah, that was and, really. And good. inside the food booth is Etcetera, which is another local company. I love their turkey paninis and stuff. So <laughs> we'll have the same food and. Um, I am bringing in some different dessert experiences. So working with some vendors to see who is actually going to take those spots. So, okay. I like that. <laughs> One of the yeah, things that I think food. Jack and I really enjoyed uh, first getting ah. into the, uh, the, the events last year 
um, we we found ourselves in the uh, author's room. Yes. And we got to sort of chat up the authors. Uh, and then we moved on to the other things. We didn't ever get to go back and, and listen to readings or whatever else was happening in there. So we missed out. Um, I kind of wish the authors were out more among the other vendors uh, so they had more visibility. Uh, they seem to be like hiding in the in the closet. <laughs> they, all, they all told me they love those spots. In fact, some of them are coming back and they wanted the exact same spots. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think there's one vendor that didn't want their same spot well, back. Well, air conditioning in there too, so. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the inside spots sell out fast. And I wanted to put all the authors in there because the, the podium and the seating where they were going to be doing their talks was there, and it would give them the option to watch their booth per se, you know, but mm. all of them kind of brought assistants and helpers to kind of watch their booth while they had to talk. But yeah. I, I did that because I thought it would be easiest for the, the authors to kind of watch their tables, not have to travel too far and, you know, their booth be outside, but they're speaking inside and it just, yeah. you, know, um, you know, that's good thinking. I didn't, I didn't consider that. Yeah. And the AC, everybody loves the AC. That was the best <laughs> place to be on that warm April, <laughs> April day. <laughs> Now, the other good question is another person we talked to a lot was the magician. And I see also that Lawrence wants to ask the same question. That, well, we have the same magician. Drew, Drew you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think half the time Jack and I just spent hanging out with Drew. He is funny. He's great. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we have a picture with – we had some pictures with him. <laughs> yeah. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember the first time I met him, and he kind of blew my mind, and I was like, yes, please come to the festival. <laughs> and then, of course, um, Juniper will be coming back doing the fire dancing, so cool. um, I adore her, so we'll be having her come back. So, you know, it's it's bas it's kind of the same, you know, the festival is going to be on Saturday, Sunday will be the mansion tours and experiences, uh, but we I added a Friday, so we'll be doing a, a steampunk pub crawl down the Strand, on that Friday, which I'll be releasing info on soon, and the tickets will be available for that. And we'll um, you purchase a ticket for the pub crawl. We we're gonna visit many of the pub crawls. Each pub, each bar we go to, you get a, a token. If everybody gets all the tokens, you enter in for the grand prize drawing at the end, which you know I'll announce what that's gonna be later. <laughs> so, with that said, how with there being a pub crawl on Friday? When does the park open on Saturday? <laughs> there will be much consuming of water and pacing ourselves. Um, but the festival is opening an hour earlier than we did last year. So okay. we're going to be opening up at 11 a.m. instead of noon. And then we'll be going until 11 p.m. instead of midnight. So that's going to give an opportunity for the vendors to get out a little easier and then also for you know us to all kind of congregate at the local bars and kind of have a few more hours to enjoy ourselves um, at the local establishment. So it's uh, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. this year. Okay. That nice. Yeah. So two back-to-back -back nights of drinking. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're hearing. And then you I'm expect be... people to be up on Sunday. Yep. It's going to be a wreck. Yeah, so <laughs> Sun the Sunday's stuff won't start till later in the afternoon, probably like 1 p.m., um, I think is the preliminary schedule I've worked up on that. It'll be like from one to five or six, you know, so um, it gives people time to mosey on out of, you know, enjoy snuggling up in bed a little bit longer on Sunday after drinking for two days. Yeah, won't, won't be able to go Sunday then because we got too long of a drive to get back to 
back up here to, to North Texas. So Sunday I'll probably not be able to do, but definitely Friday and Saturday. So yeah, super excited. It'll be fun. It's going to be fun. And then, you know, I'm already planning on expanding to a two day festival and working on spilling into the local streets and, you know, being, it's growing. So I've got to get ready for that stuff and plan ahead. So <laughs> I think steampunk year three is going to be even larger, even better, uh, more vendors, more experiences, more things to do, more bands. So I'm excited. I'm surprised you crammed all that, uh, all that you had in last year. I, I don't know where you're going to put them all. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm working on expanding. Cause I, I, I am, I'm expecting double what we had last year and you know, it's just going to continue to grow. And um, for those that are familiar with Dickens, you know, be more of a Dickens on the strand kind of experience uh, street festival. And um, we got to get ready for it because it's going to happen. This, the steampunk community has been so great in supporting this festival um, and the local media. So it's, you know, I got to get ready for it. I'm so excited. With that said, you're expecting all these numbers. Like, what is your like? What's your demographic looking at here? Because I know the steampunk world is a little different than some of the other conventions you've done. Um, yeah. So actually, let me pull pull that up. I'm interested in numbers here. <laughs> oh, I'm, a, I'm a numbers guy, so this is the Excel part of the show now, everybody. Let <laughs> me pull out that spreadsheet. I've got spreadsheets I'm everywhere. So. 62% of our audience was from 18 to 34. 29% of our audience was from 35 to 54 years old. 39% from 25 to 34. Median age for the participants, 29. So we have some pretty great demographics, um, you know, our age and older, which is, a, a you know, like I said, I love the steampunk community. It's been great. They embraced this. They came, they enjoyed, and then shared. So... Um, the way our ticket sales are going, you know, it, we're ahead of where we were last year. And right. with the, the stuff that's going to kick up and happen in the billboards and all that stuff, it just anticipate a large, much larger crowd. So groovy. Yeah. That's what I like about steampunk. It's got such a broad range of, of age groups that all sort of mix and mingle and, uh, you know, feed off of each other. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, researching my numbers and the demographics and where ticket sales came from, we really have, um, you know, I was talking to a couple of the owners of the Renaissance, local Renaissance festivals, and we really do, with this steampunk festival, have kind of really aligned in the same demographics and same channels as the Renaissance festival. Um, so it's not too far off from the specifications on, on established numbers with those guys. So. Yeah. That's kind of a cool thing because I like like ninety percent of our attendees were in costume. You know, you guys came in costume. Ninety percent of the people there wasn't a lot of people that weren't in costume. I hope to see more people out of costume because that means they bought a ticket to come see what's happening. You know, or they just didn't prepare a costume. One of the two. But you know, I love when more people jump into steampunk and get exposed to all the cool things we have going on. So definitely, that was an experience Jack and I had uh, walking. Yeah parking and then walking around the building to enter the front uh we're following these two people with bags that are obviously the, the straights uh heading to the uh the cruise cruise terminal yeah. which is just down the streets and they didn't even really blink at their costumes they just they said oh this must be how galveston dresses <laughs> 
Hey, there's always some kind of festival or event or parade or something going on here in Galveston, which is, is great. So um, I'm sure, you know, they knew where they were coming and they didn't even bat an eye. Yep. <laughs> I, they were fun. Uh, I liked, you know, being able to talk steampunk up to these odd strangers. <laughs> and they asked us uh, if there was someplace good to eat uh, here in Galveston, get something to eat before they get on the on the ship. And I said, you know, as soon as you get on the boat, the restaurants are open. And you've already <laughs> paid for it. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but there are some really great places to eat if you were, you know, there two are. minutes, one hour yeah. prior to getting to. There's a lot of, like, queue time to get onto the boat that a lot of people don't expect that happens sometimes. Now It depends on your timing. Yeah. Um, sometimes I've, I've been able to get on a ship, like, within minutes. I'm just... Zip, 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 and I'm on the boat. I'm like, what just happened? Wasn't I supposed to be standing for an hour? <laughs> Suddenly, you're getting, you're, you're waking up from cryo sleep and getting hula girl <laughs> necklaces next to, you know, the fifth. Oh wait, that's the fifth element. There you go. <laughs> what a floss in paradise. <laughs> There's a lot of great places to eat around here, Drew. Oh gosh, I love seafood, and it's what was that place we went to? Blue stocking. You took us all out to eat. <laughs> When I got completely ripped, um, yes, that it was right. It was the right down from our motel. I think it was actually part um, of the. I can't remember. I don't know. Was it uh, <laughs> next to Gatos? Is that what it's called? Gotti's Gatto. Yeah, it yeah, was over I, there, near there. Yeah, it was over there somewhere because we had to wait forever to get a table. It, it took forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Uh, the food was delicious. No, the food was fantastic. I oh, yeah. think I remember it was. I don't know. <laughs> it was late, and I was tired, and that was like, almost. A I year finished ago. classes. I'm having fun. I don't know. I think I was having some very large glasses of something blue. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> well, your husband did keep making sure your cup was full. So. <laughs> it's always good to have a designated driver guide back to the motel. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a must. Lawrence oh. says, "Katie seafood." was a, a recommendation. Katie Seafood is great, which brings up a great reminder. If if anyone wants to, I know that you guys are not going to be able to come, but the Mardi Gras parade that we're going to be doing next month um, is in between Katie Seafood and the Harbor House. There's a big parking lot there. So we'll be part of the big radio station, 104 KRBE Cruise Parade on February, Saturday, February 10th at 2.30. <laughs> Nice. And so it, it's free to join us. And for those that join us for the Mardi Gras parade, you don't have to pay anything to join. And then you'll already be in the parade when it's over. So you can go and enjoy the Mardi Gras festivities without having to pay a ticket to be in the Mardi Gras. Um, so you don't have to pay an entrance fee to Mardi Gras. If you participate in the parade, you get to parade with us a couple of times and then go have fun for the rest of it. Sounds like a deal. I saw somebody just hours ago in the steam uh, houston steampunk group asked the group if there were any plans on doing something in for uh the mardi gras galveston parade and somebody else posted no we don't have anything <laughs> i'm like where's johnny what <laughs> i saw someone came up behind and said no there's something it's saturday at 10 a.m so i did see that i oh look who said the dumb thing he's here <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <laughs> I wasn't calling you out. I was straight up. Here, I'll, I'll even do this. Boom. <laughs> oh no! It's so mean. Poor Drew. Uh, That's so yeah. funny. Drew, Drew's my favorite. He's a great guy. I, I 
I got to meet a lot of people for this. There's this local steampunk meetup that is happening once, you know, once a month um, here in Houston. That that's where I met Drew. I got to meet a lot of the people that were going to become my friends before the steampunk festival actually happened. So, um, and he was one of them that attended the group gathering. So uh, Deb puts those on and it's for those around Houston that want to join, you know, it's free to join, come eat with us and hang with us. And usually, you know, I have one or think one or two things to say about <laughs> steampunk festival <laughs> happenings. Oh yeah. The, the Houston steampunk group is a great bunch of people. Um, I, have had an opportunity to pop down there every, every uh, once in a while and uh, just enjoyed their company so much. <clears throat> so now that we've, we've gone, okay, we've, we've, we've covered this a lot. We, we know there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff. There's gonna be a lot of cool things more. There's going to be a DeLorean even, which I'm already enthusiastic about getting a picture of me <laughs> being able to do the out of time <laughs> movie theater poster <laughs> with me looking over my shoulder at the camera. So I'm it's gonna be great. <laughs> While we're here, what else what other um wonderful projects do you do throughout the year you put on that you want to tell us about? So I am starting a new festival at the Lee at the Lee Kipner Mansion. It's gonna be called the Ghost Coast Festival. So that's something new that I will be happening this October for the first time. So it's going to be um, paranormal investigators, metaphysical things. Um, I'll be bringing in some well-known people that are on TV that do ghost hunting. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to give that all away yet because the website's built out. We've got a really cool website, ghostghostfestival.com. Uh, but I haven't started working on any of the announcements. I got all the graphics ready and a bunch of cool stuff. And it just like biting my tongue not to tell you, but uh, <laughs> we're going to have some TV personalities, um, paranormal investigators. We're going to have paranormal equipment and ghost boxes. You're going to be able to stay in haunted places. You're going to be able to um, investigate in haunted places, go with paranormal investigators into these haunted places and locations in Galveston. Um, again, it's going to be another event where I can showcase some of the best of what Galveston has to offer. Um, and I think it's going to be another winner, just like the Steampunk Festival was its first year. And uh, I just can't, oh, just bite my tongue. Can't even, like, uh, I'm sorry I asked. Some of the local groups. <laughs> you so much pain. I know. Uh, some of the local groups, um, like uh, Ghostbusters and the Supernatural and things. Uh, I want to give it all away, but... Um, so that's an exciting new event that I'm starting. Um, so Steampunk Festival, the Ghost Coast Festival. Um, this year I'll be doing the fourth eSports Summit. So everything video games and virtual reality and um, gaming tournaments. Even if you're not a competitive gamer, it's a cool place to come because you get to see things like NASA brings a bunch of cool toys. The Army brings a bunch of cool toys and their simulators and an 18-wheeler that you can get in. It has these chairs that drop down over you with screens and monitors. And um, the eSports Summit's a lot of fun. We'll be adding a bunch of cool new things and side rooms to that since it'll be our fourth year. We're expanding in some places to have new tournaments and things and Pokemon and all kinds of cool stuff. So, With that said, uh, are, do you have the MechWarrior contingent of those? Of course. I have them every year. I love those guys. That, I have to come almost specifically for that reason. <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve owns that company. He's a, been a great friend of mine since you know I was uh, part owner of one of the Comic-Cons in Houston. And um, I try to get I get mech corps to come to anything I do like that. It's so cool to get in those battle pods and take over the mech suits. And um, yeah, 
I have some friends who have played a uh, BattleTech game, you know, multiple campaigns for at least a decade, and uh, they they go uh, down to Houston to play in the in the battle pods at least once a year. Uh, they're super into it. Like I feel that. Like my brother was eight years older than I was, so when I was three, we're playing Mech Warriors in DOS. I'm just watching this terrible game with the sounds coming out of the computer because it has this, you know, the modem speaker is what you got. Yep. At the last esports, I mean, I almost had a heart attack because I had designated an area. I, I hired this company to bring in games and the VR and all that stuff. And I had designated an area for retro classic games. Mm-hmm. Then when I walked over there to see their setup and what games were over there, I was like, this is a retro game? I was like, oh, yeah. I'm old now. <laughs> I was just like, yep. yeah. And then I was depressed for a minute. I was like, oh, this game retro is keeps retro. changing. Unreal yep. Tournament. What's that doing ah, over here? Jesus, jeez, Louise. Yep. Yeah. The 80s are, yeah. Yeah. I know not really games from my own child. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. All these are like 20 plus years old now. Hey, I still, I'm yeah. that guy that still has my my Atari and my Super Nintendo and Nintendo and Sega Genesis and 3DO <laughs> and all the games that came along with them in containers, which you know, eventually one day I might have space to be able to put them in like cool little cubby holes and display them like some of those cool people you see on TikTok and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably, uh, and more than likely stay in the boxes for the rest of their existence. They push a button <laughs> and like a drawer like folds out from under their television with everything mounted perfect. Yeah. Hey, Jack, here's a mm. quote for you. You mean you have to use your hands? Oh, That's God. a baby game. <laughs> <sighs> Back Do you remember that? Too. Yes. <laughs> I saw the first one. I've, I've, the second one. I think I've seen the second and third one. But one with a holographic Jaws shark. I've seen the first one a lot, and I actually saw it in the theater. But the other two, I don't think I ever saw. You need to see the third one at least because you kind of live in that realm of world. (laughs) That realm of world. Okay, I'm gonna pretend that makes sense. (laughs) So, for our listeners who are confused, that was from Back to the Future. Do you remember the actor who made who who's that who's who said the line? I know he's one of the big actors now. I don't Did know that little kid, Elijah Wood. Yep. Oh no! <laughs> Thanks, Mister. <laughs> yep, Elijah. Wood. And Lawrence wants a good stout beer at Steampunk. <laughs> yeah, he wants. I don't. I don't know how you can pull that off because I know it depends on vendor stuff. But yeah, he wanted a stronger beer. The Dragon Milk. Yeah. Well, that one's fairly specific. <laughs> That's what he said. Hint, dragon's Some kind milk. of a under the shelf special you have to know to ask for. <laughs> mm. What's the password? <laughs> Password's Lawrence rules. I don't know. <laughs> I've said it before, but that the uh, local Galveston brew that they were serving was really good. That was good. That was good. I did not have it. I was just drinking wine until I switched to a weird blue cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> we know how that ended. Yes, yep. we do. I went but to bed, and apparently my husband and Shannon went that. back to the festival. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was so cool to see, like, the families and the kids come during the daytime, and then at nighttime it switched to a whole new, different vibe. Yeah. Where, you know, those tables, excuse me, those tables I got from that company were LED, and they started, like, flashing and vibing, <laughs> and then everybody else was vibing, and then the bands were, like, and then the fire, it just, it was a great nighttime festival atmosphere, and I was, you know, you, you can do as much planning as possible, and sometimes things just happen. But to see everything come together like that and work, you know, during the daytime, transition to nighttime, and to watch everyone enjoy the whole 
experience like that, it was just beside myself. I literally, and I know I've said this before, snuck off between the trains and kind of cried a little bit because everything was working so well. And, you know, it's just uh, beside myself happy. And I'm so glad I get to be able to do this again a second year and a third year and a fourth year and kind of grow and you guys grow with me and be part of this whole community it's, again. It's, Man, it's, I don't know how you do the job that you do. I don't uh, either. The, I don't know how you, where you, when do you sleep? <laughs> what is that? Day after a convention and then it's just hit floor. It's just hit the, hit the, go button the next one. Planning I, you know, I, I once had a, a friend of mine who works at NASA kind of shadow me during a couple of the events that I do. They, they told me that I would make a, a good mission controller on the floor at NASA. And because that's one of the jobs where you have to multitask on a level that most people will never experience in their lives. Yeah. And I, I took that as a huge compliment. Um, it, I enjoy what I do. Um, I don't want to say I'm a glutton for punishment, but I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, so I'm going to start another festival. Let's do another <laughs> one. <laughs> Just, oh. It's like extensive ADHD hyper focus, but you're making it work for you. So I love what I do. I love doing events and more, you know, moreover, I love doing events where I can like in involve a charity and help people like, you know, a percentage of our ticket sales for the steampunk festival go to the railroad museum to fund their education programs where they get students to come in and see the center for transportation and commerce. Yeah. Um, you know, the ghost coast festival, we'll be giving a portion of our ticket sales to the, the, the Lee Kittner mansion so that they can start to develop educational programs and bring students in from the high school to show them about carpentry and engineering and, you know, history. So yeah, it's, it's cool to do, but to be able to help people is more of a cool aspect for me. That's kind of what I like to, to make sure I focus on is, you know, I'm finally in a position in my life where I can help other people and, you know, hopefully it, I just, and beside myself with how everyone accepted the steampunk festival and it worked. So cheers. It worked really Bye. well. <laughs> it worked really well. Cheers. Yeah. Yep. And hopefully the ghost coast festival will go just as well. A lot of people are excited for that. And just the kind of different aspects we're able to do with, you know, cause Galveston is such a, has such a, a, a history with paranormal, um, you know, the 1900 storm killing thousands of people, um, the, the, the lore in the houses and things that have just happened around here. And, you know, the Galvez hotel and, um, there's, there's authors out here, there's books about it. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. So am I with the yeah. ghost coast festival, uh, proceeds going to the lead Kempner mansion. Could I presume that the lead Kempner mansion might be haunted? <laughs> I Silence. think that's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. There, uh, Janie also um, owns the, um, oh, of course, my mind's not working right now. She owns these <laughs> other historical building in here in Galveston. And it has quite the, it has a lot of paranormal activity going on quite often. So it's, it's going to be fun to see all of that come together and people be able to experience in these locations and properties. It's going to be, I think there's going to be some, some really cool footage out of all of that. That's probably going to go viral. And I don't know if you, if you, if I'm on TikTok, so oh no, I'm on TikTok all the time. And there's this girl called uh, Paranorma. And I really <laughs> want to bring her out because she, it's more of a comedy thing. And she's like, 
her video starts with good morning afternoon it's paranormal with paranormal investigations and there's always someone like dressed in a white sheet behind her like <laughs> as a ghost and always goes boo and free anyway so i want to bring up i want to bring a little humor into it too and see if she can't be one of our guests that we bring here that'd be cool that would be cool now Will you have someone at your at your uh, steampunk convention that will be advertising for your other kitchen about this? Yeah, <laughs> I figured as much. You've, you've got it all covered. <laughs> so does that mean by then there will be a few more details about uh, this? Oh event? yeah, most definitely. So you have to come to the Galveston Steampunk Festival <laughs> to learn the secrets of the next ghost. The next con to get the I breaking like news. Had to go to the three different cons to get that fourth con unlocked. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that was a good one. That was a good one. I mean, word. I'm, a, I'm a decent advertising guy, you know. <laughs> I, I like that. Money. Going to take that idea. I'm only going to put pieces of the clues on portions of the back of the passes that you get from the festival. Oh, More no. people have to work together to get their tickets to match correctly. <laughs> actually, get in. It's kind of like a reversed escape room. <laughs> <laughs> this is the escape room. No. <laughs> let me in. Let me in. Oh, that's great. So yeah, it's it's. There's a bunch of cool stuff for the steampunk festival coming up a bunch of new stuff i'm doing but thank y'all for your support and having me on let me talk about it all absolutely you're I definitely mean, our pleasure yeah. if, if we can help promote this event and make it bigger and more exciting that only benefits us because exactly. we want to go yeah i mean it's it's a win-win for everybody so because that way we're bookended we've got april and we've got november for our festivals and yeah. it's a bit of a drive for some and not much for others so it, you know it's a nice Nice even trade. So, yeah. If you haven't, if for those that are coming and they haven't booked their rooms, just go to our website on the Where to Stay tab. We've partnered with some local hotels for some discounts. We just added Moody Gardens on there, and they're adding this unique thing to where if you stay at the Moody Gardens Hotel, they'll drive you to the Steampunk Festival for free and take you back. So, fancy. Uh, yeah, that's that's I'll a nice. That. Yeah. No, I like that. Especially when you're partaking of festivities, it's yes. best not to drive. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I can't just have a golf cart drive me back. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, Lawrence oh, asks if good. Christopher Mendez will be at the Steampunk Galveston uh, because he likes his art prints. Does that? I, I don't know Christopher Mendez. I assume he's an artist. But, oh, uh, I know him. You pull out the book and flip through the pages. No, um... <laughs> Yeah, we're getting, we've got a lot of vendors. We've only got a few spots left. So uh, we will actually be, I will be updating the web page that lists all of the vendors. Um, I'm working on graphics to put their logo. Like I want to be able to try to help each individual company by putting their logo with clicks through to their websites and things like that. So um, give me a few days and check back on our website and then click on vendors and the list of vendors will be there and their logos and you can check out all the cool vendors we're going to have this year. I tried to get more clothing people. Uh, had, you know, you guys mentioned it. I had a lot of people ask to get more steampunk related, you know, clothing and Victorian clothing people. So I've tried my best and um, you know, we'll see what happens. It's tough because the, you've mentioned that there's a lot of crossover between Renfair. And so Renfairs are happening all spring long. And so yeah. a lot of the would be vendors are already busy. Yeah. Yeah. Kitty. Like Kitty. Yeah. yeah. But there's tons of vendors, you know, there's, we, there's, we don't have a lack of vendors signing up for the, 
the steampunk festival. In fact, I have more people sign up than we can take, you know, which is a great problem to have. Yeah. Uh, I just, you know, want to make sure I don't have duplicate vendors, you know, two people selling popcorn and one's pissed off one, you know, I just, I try to be really fair and not have duplicate vendors and the same stuff. And, you know, that also, you know, for the attendees, you know, can be a drag if you keep seeing the same stuff. So trying to get a good mix of things. And I, I think I accomplished that last year. We just did not have a lot of uh, clothing vendors sign up, but with the success of the first year coming and going, um, a lot of more people heard about us. So good. That's what I was yeah. hoping for. Yeah. I'm sure they feel like it's much lower risk now that we've, yeah. we've proven yourself. Yeah. This event is, is solid. One of the hardest things about starting a show is that vendor aspect. You have to be strong in that area in particular. And to do that, you have to have attendees and to have, you know, it's just like it's a whole, it's a whole cascading thing if it doesn't work out, you know? Yeah. Uh, but with, with happy vendors, they spread the word about the show. Fortunate. <laughs> Jack, are you beating your dog? What are you doing, Jack? No. She was scratching at me, so I grabbed her toenail, and she does not like it. I don't blame her. I don't like it when people touch my toenails either. Well, she should be digging into my thigh with her foot. I thought that was Mike feedback. <laughs> I'm sorry. Poor this, hat's, this hat's just setting off the microphone. Okay. <laughs> well, I have one more question about this, actually, because one that was kind of something that um, Fax and I were talking about when pulling up and parking was the parking, because we were like one of the last slots to park. So if you're going to be expanding that, you'll have plans figuring out that part of um, the issue. Yeah, so parking in Galveston is always interesting. Anytime I go out to, you know, I'm going to Patrick's on the Strand or someplace, parking is, let's be honest, a pain in the ass. Um, especially during Mardi Gras or biker rally weekend, it's near impossible to find a place close to the destination you're going to. Um, I wish the parking situation was better because the railroad museum only has such a, it, their parking lot's only so big. Um, but right across the street, there are a couple of paid parking lots. And then if you're lucky enough to get a free spot on the street, um, you can, as long as it's not, you know, one of those two hour parking spots. So honestly, parking is always going to be one of our biggest problems. But the way I like to think about it is Dickens on the Strand has thousands and thousands of people that come they all managed to find a parking spot. <laughs> and that's with the strand being closed and market street being closed. And a majority of all those streets in between being closed for the festival. Gotcha. So it's kind of the same thing, you know, as Dickens and Mardi Gras and biker rally, you just do the best you can. And if you want to pay the fee to get into a parking spot, or if you want to kind of keep driving around in circles to find a spot, if someone's leaving, it's parking's always interesting here in Galveston. They are in the process of, <clears throat> tearing down some buildings and building parking structures. Uh, but that's a, m mainly for the crew side stuff on Harbor side. So, but the museum is close to some parking garages and locations. It's just, it's always going to be an interesting, it, it's, it's always, parking is always going to be interesting in Galveston. So it's like trying to park in Dallas. It's going to be a bit of a thing, but I mean, we've, we got parking in the, paid lot that was right next door to the building we had no problem we just pulled right in there so you know but we also got there i don't know half an hour an hour early you know we didn't come into the last minute like fax and jack did <laughs> <laughs> getting there early is always a good thing. road trip we had to do I, road you know trip what things. we had to stop I, and see the greatest ball of twine in minnesota i have to be 
violently early or I'm going to be very, very late. So it's one or the other. I have no in between. <laughs> I'm yeah. kind of surprised that with all the events that Galveston has, they don't have like uh, an independent uh, group of uh, bicycle uh, tuk-tuks or uh, rickshaws. Yeah. But they have those in Austin. It's it's a, a roaring business for downtown university area. Um, you just uh, yeah take one it's of the right. rickshaws and it, it said it's always great to carpool or check and see if you know the place or the establishment you're staying at, whether it's a hotel or an Airbnb, and provide some kind of transportation like Moody Gardens is trying to do for our attendees this year and provide a shuttle service. So it's um it is what it is, like Linda just said. It is what it is. <laughs> Oh, the CD motel that Jack and I were stayed at, that that wasn't uh <laughs> that was not an option. Yeah, oh. ours was a was a CD CD motel as well, but it was, you know, it was right hey, on the, the air water. Conditioner so. worked. I was I was thrilled. Hey, ours had carpet. Why you would put carpet in a beachfront motel, I don't understand. Oh my god. When I moved in, when I first moved to Galveston, I lived in an apartment on the east end, right across from Stewart Beach. And I had an, an end patio that kind of faced the beach way. So it was just, uh, fortunately I did not have any carpet. It was all <laughs> white. It was all white tile. See, that's um, And I had sand everywhere, sand in the window, sand on the floor. I had a Roomba going 24 seven that just like <laughs> would choke on sand. I had sand in my car and uh, sand in my bed and sand everywhere. It was just, I hated it so much. Fortunately where I'm at now, it was, streets and houses and trees that kind of break up that wind <laughs> yeah but where i was before was right on the seawall facing the air and it was just i i i did not enjoy <laughs> lots of sand but you know on sand an island and sand in places where sand should <laughs> as linda marie says it is what it is indeed <laughs> shout out to you linda i don't think i've seen you uh uh comment here before so well uh, welcome she mentioned she's a vendor. Yeah, she's going to be a vendor, and she's also, I believe, one of the leaders of the uh, belly dancing troupe that'll oh, be. Coming. Okay. Oh, so cool. Sweet. Okay. All righty. Yes, we are. Great to see everyone join this one. <laughs> Johnny, I want to thank you for uh, joining us tonight and and giving us the lowdown on the upcoming events. We're all obviously very excited. Um, no, I want to take you. a couple of minutes here to talk about our our uh, patrons uh who uh, help us keep the lights on here um texas steampunk connection is supported in part by jr seegers a school for the great game edwardian teen elizabeth bancroft resents being sent to a finishing school in india which is in fact the british india school for spies teaching the family business of espionage martial arts and the tibetan mystic arts the School for the Great Game is the first in the Steampunk Garage series available on Amazon. We're also supported by Fair Treasures. Fair Treasures has a selection of Texas-made female presenting costumes and accessories for steampunk and renaissance wear and one-of-a-kind imported jewelry. You can shop Fair Treasures at fairtreasures.com, fair with an E, or on Etsy. Uh, thank you, Kitty, for supporting us. We also want to thank our patrons over on Patreon, uh, Jenny and Ryan Shaver, our longtime uh, supporters. And certified aeronaut Natalie McTavish, and a generous grant from the crew of the airship Aberfeldy, Rita and Lawrence Allen. If you'd like to be uh, mentioned on our show and thanked, uh, just go over to uh, Patreon and uh, buy us a beer. We enjoy beers. We do. <laughs> and we'd love to have you there. Um, 
is there anything else anybody uh, wants to add before we sign off here? I'll just thank you guys again for entertaining me and let me come on and, and talk to everybody. Of oh, you're welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you for saying we're entertaining. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're awesome. I love watching you guys. Uh, I, I tune in all the time. You see me. You see me in the chat. Oh yeah, yes. all the time. We appreciate it. All, all right. right well, good night, everybody. We will be back in two weeks. Uh, hopefully, we'll have another uh, special guest. Uh, I don't know who yet. They haven't jumped into the chat. <laughs> As we speak, like last two weeks ago, thank you for joining us. That was fun. That I was, was like, we should get Johnny. Oh, there you are. Yes, let's go. Oh, here I am. I'm everywhere. Um, you know, hey, you know what, though? Props to Johnny and Laura for requesting their places on the show. <laughs> no shame. I love it. And it hey, makes things easier for us. <laughs> I'm honored to be the first guest of the first show of the new year. So, you know, thank you guys for having me. And hopefully next time you see me, um, I will have my new steampunk costume ready. I am having one of our friends in the steampunk community um, make a new costume for me that is going to be a Star Trek steampunk admiral. So I'm kind of taking the admiral uniforms from Star Trek Generations, the movie, and combining that with um, some other admiral stuff and making a new costume out of it. So hopefully um, y'all will get to see that soon and... You've be been right ruminating right. on that costume for at least a year. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've been yeah. thinking about it for a while. I know I mentioned it to y'all before, but I finally found all the ins and outs of what I really wanted and the, the perfect person to start making that for me. So nice. finally that's going to be moving along. Looking forward to seeing it. All right. Good night, everybody. Night. Mind your gauges. Mind your gauges. So, once again, thank you for listening. You can find us again on uh, Facebook at Texas Steampunk Connection for any comments, questions, suggestions. If you know of something happening in Steampunk that's happening soon, we can put it on our calendar, on our Patreon, um, as well as the, the list of over 100 comics and graphic novels, uh, Steampunk and Weird West related. You can also email us at TexasSteampunkConnection at gmail.com. And we're uh, a streaming podcast, TexasSteampunkConnection.podbean.com. And if you lose it on Facebook and you want to watch a remake, a rerun of this show at any point in time on YouTube, you can go find them on Steam Chest. <laughs> and although we've made many, many jokes about Twitter, you can look for us at TX Steam Connect One oh. on Twitter. I never use it. I never look at it. I don't know. I don't understand Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. Once again, thank you very much. And until next time, mind your mind gauges. Mind your gauges.